The NFL Week 18 Recap and Super Bowl Futures Preview Edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets or visit HOFBets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. I'm just about that action, boss. everybody to the nfl gambling podcast part of the sports gambling podcast network monday january 8th week 18 in the books 2023 nfl season in the books got a couple coaches that have got the boot earlier today uh we'll touch on that as well and we'll we'll break down the playoff bracket the futures market with super bowls and all that good stuff. But if you're wondering who you're listening to, I am Moneyline Mac. He is J Mark Football, aka Old Fashioned Football. What's up, man? Uh, another season in the books. Regular season, that is. Yeah, regular season in the books. Uh, I know we say it every week, but man, it went fast. Uh, both of our teams irrelevant for the most part. I mean, uh, at least we have, we probably have something that we can we can spin it to look forward to, right? You can look forward to a new coach a new start to the organization. I don't know for sure what I'm going to be looking forward to. Is it building around Justin Fields as a new quarterback? We got the one and the ninth pick in the draft, so we can spin it positive. I mean, why not? Well, ironically, I was going to say, both. you could argue both of our teams may be in the headlines the most Mm -hmm. uh, among non-playoff teams because they have basically the top two picks and obviously the coaching search on – with Riverboat Ron being uh, relieved of his duties today. But, yeah, I've, the Bears are going to be the head head and center for everything in the offseason because they have the number one pick. Um, once again, <laughs> this back-to-back <laughs> years that you've had the number one pick, and yeah. last year you dealt it and you may deal it again. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Nick Fortune in the chat, how many beers have I drank since Riverboat Ron? Uh, you know, this is my first one of the day, but I did. I did. Uh, <laughs> I will say, man, I like I saw the presser. I kind of w- was a little sad that that it didn't work out with Ron. Like I know we we make fun of Ron, but I do like Ron at the person. It kind it does suck just seeing him decline the way he did throughout his tenure in Washington. So, but I will. Uh, I mean, it's it it is what it is. It was time. Uh, Moon yeah. off in the chat asking. Uh, I'm on Michigan tonight. Lay the number. I th- Apparently I doesn't it. give a fuck about my opinion, but I'm taking yeah. Washington in the in the points. There you go. <laughs> well, we're on opposite sides there, so you you can Thanks either ride a game or moon off. Yeah. What's your logic with Washington? I guess we could break that down. I, I'm I'm just about the line of scrimmage. I think they're going to be able to run the ball right down their throat, um, and they'll stay committed to the run, unlike Sarkeesian in Texas. What's uh what's your angle on Washington? Uh, just real honest here, I. Uh, I actually messaged Colby this morning. I said, I've been so focused on the NFL and fantasy football for the podcast and everything else. And even the whiskey, you know, focused on the whiskey. 
said, I haven't paid enough attention. Who are you taking? And uh, he said, Washington. He's very confident about Washington covering. And I said, okay, I'll ride with you. Plus, it's a it's a fuck you to Jim Harbaugh for yeah. saying, oh, he wants to go to the Chargers or go here, but he uh, doesn't say anything about wanting to come home to the Bears. So <laughs> I was about to say, fucking Harbaugh's been linked every goddamn job so far. So <laughs> right. yeah, uh, yeah, Colby does like uh, Washington because uh, of Penix. I mean, the guy's a stud. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we shall see. Game kicks off in four hours. Got college basketball daytime, uh, and then really that sport will be in the spotlight here starting tomorrow but obviously behind the nfl because we're here to recap the nfl j mark let's run through these games and then we'll dive into the super bowl futures market let's start saturday where fucking tomlin pulled this one out of his ass again man uh mason rudolph and company get it done three wins in a row to get into the postseason they got help on sunday but it would not have been possible if they did not beat the baltimore ravens still i know lamar didn't play but Steelers have had the ravens number uh yeah. in, in recent memory so shout out to the Steelers they don't quit um seven seed they will head to Buffalo here uh what was your takeaway on this one yeah um I I'm in a dynasty draft a brand new dynasty that's going on right now I you know alluding to focused on fantasy football and this one guy was in there talking oh dirty birds go down it's like settle down you beat the backups you're probably yeah. gonna well not probably they're going to lose in round one to the bills like just <laughs> just settle down um yeah. no i mean good for the steelers for for continuing to fight they could have easily given up good for mason rudolph i mean he has looked pretty decent since he's been named the starter they 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 have to roll with him, right? I mean, I know Kenny Pickett was their starter, but they have yeah. to keep rolling with Mason Rudolph, I would think. I saw somebody pose that question on the X. It's like, how do you not go with yeah. Mason Rudolph? You got to. I'm with you, yeah. Jay Mark. You got to go with Rudolph, even though is he better than Pickett? I don't know, but he's the hot hand. You got to ride it, and it's not like their offense is that good anyway. Uh, yeah. The defense is the story, so – Tomlin does it again, man. Uh, Ravens one seed, like you said. Um, they will get the bye. They will find out who they play. If the Steelers somehow magically beat the Bills, the Steelers will head to Baltimore in the divisional round. If not, they are going – it's tricky because they will get the lowest seed that wins in round one. So it could range yeah. anywhere from the four seed to the seven seed. The only two teams they're guaranteed not to play are Buffalo and Kansas City. So Yeah. All right, let's go to Saturday. Shout out to Tomlin. This was a heck of a game. I thought the Colts were going to grind this thing out, but uh, shout out to the Texans, man. Getting it done. AFC South. If you got in on those futures, boom. A great, great, great hit for anybody that backed uh, D'Amico Ryan, CJ Stroud in his rookie year. D'Amico Ryan's first year as head coach. Hell of a football game. I know you were not a fan of the play call at the end, so break it down from your uh, angle of – I guess the Colts kind of giving it away. I'm not, I'm not giving away. That's the wrong word, but missing an opportunity. Yeah, missed an opportunity. Um, first of all, while Moonoff is in the chat, I hope everybody listened three weeks ago when I said Stroud's going to come back and he's going to. They're going to win two in a row and make the playoffs, win the division. I was all over this, um, but the Colts. It's fourth and one. They Jonathan Taylor's been running all over them for the most part. How do you not give him the ball? How do you throw a little pass to Tyler Goodson, who's coming in off the bench, the rookie who's got all this pressure to catch this ball, which it was thrown behind him. It's not 100% his fault, but how, how do you make that play call with the game on the line? That didn't make any sense to me, and uh, they were they were lined up to win that game after Texans missed the extra point. 
all they had to do was convert that fourth and one. So terrible play calling. I, I don't agree with that at all. Wild, wild game. And shout out to Moonoff, man. I know he's fucking ecstatic. He should be, man. They fucking traded Watson. And then one year, they got that organization flipped right back in the right direction. They were, yeah, boy, a year ago. I mean, and, you know, give Lovey Smith some credit, too. I think, I mean, he instilled a little bit of a culture of playing hard. And I think it carried over into this year with D'Amico Ryans. And future's bright. There's no doubt about yeah. it. I, the Texans are quietly, like, turning into a good organization where, yeah, they may have been down. It got sour at the end with Bill O'Brien, um, who's – not very good. We'll talk about him in a minute. Uh, but 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 Stroud now with 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 getting uh taken over for Watson, they got their guy. They got another franchise quarterback. Hopefully he doesn't uh, hit the massage parlor over uh, the next couple <laughs> years like their previous guy. But yeah, no. Uh, do you give the Texans a fighting chance against the the Browns at home on Saturday? It's gonna be tough. But Stroud is he never seems like the moment's too big. Uh, he always seems to pull through, even when it looks like, is he starting to get rattled? Then he comes back and he has a great drive. So I don't know if he, he gets rattled and I keep thinking this Joe Flacco magic has to run out, right? Old yeah. man, Joe, the magic's got to run out. So, I mean, hell of a defense to go against for the Texans going against that Browns defense, but I, I got, I give him a shot. I think so too. And, and you know what? They're playing with house money. If they lose, yeah. it ain't they're not going to be upset. It's, right. They've already succeeded 10 and seven division winners. Colts come up just short. I mean, honestly, we talked about it. the Colts had a good year too, yeah. considering their ex. I mean, they lost Anthony Richardson, who was supposed to be their fucking franchise quarterback in week, what two or three. And they were able to rally Minshew. Minshew's Minshew, man. He's just not quite good enough to get you over the hump, but Hey, so. Yep. What's up, Juke? What up, Juke72? Let's go, baby. Uh, afternoon. Uh, all right, let's talk real quick before we go over to Sunday. We got to talk about DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official betting partner of the NFL playoffs. It is bringing you an offer that you'll help uh, make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus specs. Uh, download uh, the hall or sorry, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code SGP. New customers can bet just five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem. Please call 1 800 Gambler or visit www.100.gambler.com in New York. Call 887 I Hope Now. In Connecticut, you call that number as well. Play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino in Kansas. 21 or older jurisdiction. Bonus bets expire in 168 hours after insurance. See DraftKings.com for football, for eligibility and deposit. Restrictions terms apply, again, with gambling res gaming resources. We're also brought to you by Game Time. If you're looking to get over, get to the NFL playoffs. Get over there uh, with the Game Time app. Uh, yeah, they got the best. They got the best deals possible. You know, you, you want to know where to get a seat in the upper deck, lower deck, whatever's in your budget. Game time is the place to freaking go. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And they give you images of your seat. So you know exactly where you're sitting. You don't have any obstructed view, lowest price guaranteed. And they got a nice cancellation policy as well. 
Perfect place for the NFL and the National Football League playoffs, that is. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code CFPX, $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, create an account, redeem code CFPX, $20 off. Download the Game Time today, last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All righty. We're back on the NFL Gambling Podcast. Moving along, uh, we're not going to dive into all these games that really didn't mean much. Bengals roll. Jake Browning's girlfriend's a smoke show. That was the biggest takeaway that I took away from this game. How about that outfit? I was like, what the? There's no way they're going to lose today. <laughs> I think you're muted. I am muted. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, this I expected a little more fight out of the Browns, though. Yeah. This was a little bit of a surprise, but good for the Bengals going out with a win. Disappointing season after Burrow went down. Um, not a lot to say on it aside from that. Nine and eight, like you said, they I think they wanted the winning season. It, yeah. With all the adversity that they faced, it was it was imperative for them to get a winning season. So give them credit. They fought nine and eight. Browns, uh, 11 and six. They head to Houston on Saturday. We'll preview that uh, in a couple days. All righty. Next up, we got this game was this game was entertaining. The Lions grinded out 30 to 20 over the Minnesota Vikings. J Mark hit this. I was wrong. I thought the Vikings could keep this close with their season on the line. Um, but this was not a good day for the Lions. I know that they've won the game, but they lost Laporta. I, yeah. I it's just this is if you're a Lions fan, you're disappointed in Sunday's game. Well, yeah. I mean, do you think they should have played him? I, I like that's always a it's it's always a balance, man. Like you want to you want to mm-hmm. keep playing the guys, keep them in rhythm. I know you could risk injury, but I don't know, man. I I don't think there's a perfect science to it. It's it's I think every team's different. Yeah, and, and I get it. I mean, they were technically playing for seating position, right? If Cowboys and lose, Eagles lose. I mean, it could change their seating. So I get that. But yeah, tough, tough loss. I, I said to you pre-show, it's going to be an interesting slate because I don't think they're going to be the same team without Laporta. I haven't really dro- dove into the numbers to see exactly how they did because I think he missed a game or two earlier this year. He but did, yeah, I think that's going to hold them back and and playoffs that's when you don't want to be held back so i think i would have rather rested my guys made sure they were fully healthy rather than worry about that seating but um i know dan campbell said that there's a chance he plays this weekend he's not playing this weekend yeah well and it's such a it's such a hard thing to manage for these coaches too because all these players have these incentives in their contracts. Like yeah. Chris Jones was in, in the game until the fourth quarter yesterday for Kansas city. Yep. And he got a sack and to get what 1.5 mil or whatever the fuck it was. And yep. they celebrated like they had won the goddamn super bowl again. And so it, the coaches are in a no win situation. You want to take it like Laporta had an incentive. They had to take care of him, but in result he gets injured. So it's like, it's the right thing to do to take care of your guys. That that's yeah. or otherwise your your coach, your players are gonna fucking not play for you. So yeah, this shitty situation. I mean, I just I hate it, man, because I, I was I really wanted to see the Lions at full strength against the Rams. It's the first playoff game in, in Detroit in forever. So it does suck, but it's the nature of this sport. It's next man up. Let's go, Rams. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. So, like I said, Lions locked into the three seed. If they win that, they will go to Dallas pending if they win. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll touch on that and break down that magic later in the week. Vikings 
finish eight and nine. I actually think Kevin O'Connell did a pretty good job. All things considered, you lose Kirk, and that was pretty much all she wrote for that season. Yeah, lose Kirk Cousins. Justin Jefferson missed four games, or I think he missed five, actually. They won every game without him. <laughs> yeah, so definitely impressive that they were able to keep it going. You make the trade for Dobbs, who was able to keep that offense going, even after only being there for like six days. I mean, they did some nice things. It's kind of weird how he became the stepchild of that team all of a sudden. But weird. yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. You lose two of the guys that keep your franchise going. What, what do you what do you want from them? What do you expect? And I think they did all right. Them in Cincinnati, like you could write a book on just how those how their season just went. Just such a <laughs> roller coaster with the injuries. And yeah, both I think both guys did a pretty good coaching jobs getting around that five hundred. Um, all right, let's go, uh, Nick. For I, what do you think of that? You think Cousins is back? I don't think Cousins is back. I don't think he is, but. Should he be? Because look at how the offense took a step yeah. back when he wasn't there. They should there. want him back. I'm with you. They should. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if they, they go that direction. I'm sure they're going to try to bring somebody else in. But I think he should be back. I just don't know if they'll do it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. All right, next up on the slate. Oh, my God. Hey, this is my freaking, like, one win of the day. <laughs> Tennessee fucking dominates. This, honestly, I know to, uh, Jacksonville got it close at the end. Lawrence comes up short. The I think we underestimated too. We talked about it how much they would be up for Vrabel. I didn't. Mm -hmm. I, we didn't really talk about the Henry angle too as much. Right. They in Tannehill. They it was like a last stand that they wanted to stick it to the Jags and show everybody. Hey, you know what? It has not gone our way the last two years, but this is still a hell of a run for this group where they were a one seed one year and an AFC Championship the other year. Great, great, uh, great last stand by Vrabel and company, which seems seems and sounds like the end of an era. Other side, that is a beyond disappointing year that Jacksonville yeah. is going to miss the playoffs at nine and eight. They lose every game that Lawrence starts down the stretch. Uh, he was never the same. You, you give him credit for starting and, and gutting it out, but he wasn't the same. They are they the biggest disappointment in the NFL? Got to be close. They were minus 160 to win their division in the preseason, and they're yeah. not going dancing. Yeah. And and even though Lawrence was injured and he obviously didn't look the same after that, you can't really point to any major injury of, oh, their quarterback got injured and was put on the injured reserve by week six or something. You know, I mean, yeah. like you said, he started almost every game aside from one, which they won the one he didn't start. So the fact that there wasn't any major injury you can point to aside from I mean, this offense honestly took a step back when Christian Kirk got injured. You don't think of Christian Kirk as a guy that runs your offense, but they weren't able to replace his uh, his value and his uh, production, I guess. But, yeah, this is a huge disappointment for the organization that looked so promising last year. Yeah. it's, it's Sometimes, man, it's it's too good to be true, like you said. It's <laughs> yeah. it, it sucks. I, I, I like to – we both were high on the Jags in the pre – you – you had him in the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I and I didn't, I didn't hate it. I liked it as a dark horse. They were eight and three at one point. They were playing their best ball. They had beaten everybody in that little stretch. But that's, but like you said, that is beyond disappointing. Um, Tennessee sounds like a new era. You agree? Yeah, I think so. I doubt Henry's back. Vrabel might not be back. 
Hopkins does have another year on his contract. I was thinking it was one year, um, but he does have another year, so he'll potentially be there to try to help the uh, the full transition to Will Levis as their starting quarterback. But, yeah, it's going to be a different team for sure. Yeah. I mean, anytime the guy's taking the microphone and giving a speech, thanking everybody, it's usually the end yeah. of that era. So. For sure. Yep. Uh, Jaguars finished 9-8. and eight. Titans – uh, six and eleven. They were always good at home. They just couldn't. They, they lost too many close games. Next game, and this was a good one. This next one up, New Orleans annihilates annihilates Atlanta in the second half. This was a tie game. Atlanta led for almost the entire first half, controlled the line of scrimmage, and then Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter, he completely <laughs> shit all over himself in the second half. He threw a bad pick, then he threw another pick. Guy's awful. Um, that decision, playing him as much as they did single-handedly cost them the division. Falcons have nobody to blame them but themselves. Jameis Winston with the poured-on touchdown on the QB nail, uh, overriding uh, Dennis Allen and Arthur Smith's last scene is motherfucking <laughs> Dennis Allen at midfield saying it's bullshit. Get out of here, man. You guys suck. Uh, how about you stop him one time in the second half? Uh, I mean, it, I, I do see his side of things. It is a little bit of a bullshit move by Jameis and the Saints, considering they were in the victory formation. But I don't feel bad for the Falcons. Uh, wow, what a what a what a what a collapse by by Atlanta in the second half. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Is it just me or did uh, was Arthur Smith saying something about he ought to knock him out or something? I saw him do this. Uh, you know, him. that's a good way to go out. <laughs> I know. Um, I, I'm i not a fan of running it up, but at the same time, you want to stop them, stop them. You don't want yeah. them to run, it, run them up, stop them. I mean, that's all there is to it, really. So I get it when it's your team, you're pissed off about it. But at the same time, your defense has to stop them if you want to stop it. Nick saying crybaby Arthur Smith. Agreed. Yeah. Duke says classic ending. Um, from a fantasy football standpoint, though, you have to be ecstatic that Arthur Smith is gone because Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Art, uh it's a Robinson. Job. Yeah, these guys are electric playmakers that have not been utilized properly. They're going to find a coach that's going to want to come in and use these guys. It's going to be an attractive job. Yeah, they have some question marks on quarterbacks, but we got a lot of good quarterbacks in this draft coming up. So uh, this is going to be interesting to see what the Falcons do. I yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I'm 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 interested to see where Arthur Smith goes next. And because he was a good offensive coordinator with, with the Titans, Arthur Smith finishes seven and ten <laughs> for the third consecutive year. <laughs> All three years at the Falcons, at seven and ten, consistent. <laughs> the most seven and ten team of all time. Dennis Allen, they find a way to go nine and eight. They're such an eight and nine, nine and eight team too. The Saints have got to be kicking themselves that they didn't win this division. They had by far the best roster. Yeah. They just, they gave away too many dumb games that I, and they're bringing Dennis Allen back, which is crazy to me. I, I, I can't believe that they're going to run it back with Allen and Carr. Yeah. That is a little surprising to me as well. But I think at this point, they got too much money tied up in the both of them that they, yeah. they have to. They're just going to go eight and nine or nine and eight again. <laughs> Maybe if they get every bounce, they go 10 and seven and lose in the first round. But yeah. Uh, 
Rick Diaz checking in saying Tennessee young team, Texas Jaguars and Colts. This is one of the most exciting divisions to think about the future of. Yeah. Who's the best quarterback? Stroud or Lawrence? Stroud. Could be. I like Trevor Lawrence, but I'm going to go Stroud. Yeah. His receiving core is so good and young too. I mean, Nico Collins is 24 or 25. Tank Dell is young. Um, Yeah. They got a good future. They do. All righty, I put a bow on it. Saints not going to the postseason, miss it back-to-back years, actually three straight years. They have not been to the playoffs since Drew Brees retired. Last game, or sorry, uh, neither team, neither of those teams won the division because somehow, some way, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win the division. <laughs> Nine, nothing. Carolina does not score a single point for the last two games. They do not lead at any moment of – this season, both of their wins were on walk-off field goals. Uh, <laughs> honestly, this is just incredible. It like this is like a historically bad team. Panthers two and fifteen that they never led it. They never led. They never led in the fourth quarter at at all this year. No, and when you have the number one pick, I realize it sometimes takes guys some time to to get accustomed to the game and the NFL and everything. But you can't be this bad. You can't take a quarterback, number one, end up starting him, and be this bad. Yeah. Well, and uh, by the way, Carolina should have won this game. They fucking gave this game. Like, Tampa Bay wins the division by default. They make three field goals, and they get like a fitting way to win the <laughs> NFC South. But Carolina is about to score. The guy, Bryce Young, actually makes a hell of a play. Draws a guy in, throws it over the top. Guy's wide open, going down the side. I'm like, all right, here we go. Carolina's going to strike. Guy goes to dive, and the guy hits it out of his hands. They're back to the back of the end zone for a touchback. And I'm like, really? Really? Like, he. Who does that? It's like mm-hmm. freaking pop Warner ball. And then they miss a field goal to end the first half and miss one in the fourth quarter. It's like, oh, my God. Tampa Bay is really going to win this division just because of Carolina's incompetence. Yeah. Uh, but, hey, shout out to Baker. Shout out to uh, Todd Bowlings. They that's they found a way to win the division. I don't think they're very good at all, but they're going to have a chance to beat Philly, I think, actually. Yeah, agreed. 100% agree. Um, I was just looking at like fantasy football stuff. Baker was the 31st quarterback drafted in fantasy football. He finished ninth. So just, I mean, shout out to Baker for, for this. He should be resurrection. Yeah. Yeah. He should be comeback player of the year. I, I don't disagree. I mean, the way he was able, the way he was kicked out of Carolina. I mean, yeah. This was really a nice FU to win it in Carolina, where they basically said you suck after Cleveland booted him. Shout out to Sean McVay for getting his career back on track. But yeah, Tampa Bay wins a division, hosts Philly next Monday night in a battle of uh, definitely the two worst playoff teams. I I, I don't think yeah. that that's a question right now. Can't believe we're talking about the Eagles just badly, but that's reality. <laughs> All right, yeah. uh, let's let's dive into everything else on the other side. But first, we got to talk about underdog fantasy. No prize picks, prize picks, baby. I always mess it up. Sorry, I'm I'm used to the college experience. I love them both, but definitely prize picks. Prize picks is a way you can stack winners on top of winners, get a nice payout with the community plays under the promo tab to. To have an account with the biggest names of prize picks each weekly reboot policy. So their entries, even if you got a guy that goes out like Laporta, boom, you got the freaking reboot policy with the injury policy. 
uh, player stats. I mean, it's great. They got everything over on this prize picks app. J Mark, I know it's a limited uh, price selection right now because we have, what, six days between the game. But are you looking to get down on anything as of right now? Yeah, you're right. It is pretty limited right now. But uh, Jerome Ford, his rushing uh, projection is at 43 and a half. The Texans just got ran all over by Jonathan Taylor. So that seems way too low for me. I'm going more on that. And, uh, yeah, that's as of right now, that's what I'm seeing that I like. Keep an eye on those. I'm sure they'll have some more tomorrow when we do the show. So make sure you tune back in. We'll have some more picks for you. They'll be back on Wednesday, baby. So, and if you want to get some action, get over to prizepicks.com slash SGPN with that code SGPN for first deposit match up to $100. Prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Prizepicks daily sports made easy. We're also brought to you by the famous Hall of Fame bets because you can win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets to craft a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. They got a great tool, so you know which one is got the better value versus the other ones. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users with Hall of Fame bets to craft a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame bets or visit hofbets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with the Hall of Fame bets. We are back on the NFL Gambling Podcast, talking week 18 action. Um, all right, let's get over this fucking game. Piss me the five lost way too much money on this sorry ass team. Uh, definitely this year. Dude, what the hell, New England? Are you shitting me? You couldn't win one for Bill on the way out against the Jets who you had beaten like a stepchild for fucking a decade? Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. I hated watching Bill go out that way, man. Had the freaking face mask up, the hood on. That shit was depressing. I mean, yeah. what, what, what a gutless effort by New England. Shout out to the Jets. They competed. They wanted to spoil Belichick and finally beat him on the way out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, agree with that. They played hard. Just no effort from the Patriots. I mean, we've talked all year how this isn't a real uh, Bill Belichick-looking team. This yeah. stamps a, stamps that, puts the bow on it. I mean, lack of effort. They couldn't do anything with the ball. Bailey Zappi sucks. God. Uh, they, but the defense not being able to stop the Jets with Trevor yeah. Simeon? Are you kidding me? Like just In the terrible. snow. Yeah, terrible effort. The Patriots, this should have been their game. I mean, in the snow, Belichick's last stand, this should have been their game easily. But um, I, I guess that just kind of is how the whole season has gone for them and why Belichick likely is out the door. And they got a lot of questions to answer. Yeah. Well, when do you think we're going to get an answer on Belichick? It's got to be this week, right? You would think so. You would think they'd want to move quickly on stuff. I don't. I don't think he's coming back. I think it's going to be a mutual parting of the ways, which it sucks. Like you said, it does suck seeing a legend go out. Uh, do you think he coaches again? I think so. I think he I feels like he's got more to prove. What if you had the perfect scenario where, where, where would you want Belichick to go to the chargers? Probably. That's probably the best spot for him right now. Yeah. It's probably the best job, but I will, you know, and I, I forget who it was. Maybe it was Florio last night. Say hypothetically, a team like Buffalo got choked in the playoffs and McDermott got bounced. If you got the team ready, or say Dallas choked, 
one of these yeah. teams that have high expectations and they and they peter out uh, earlier than their fan base, their ownership wants. I could see Belichick hopping on one of these playoff teams. It's like, hey, we got the roster. We just need an elite coach. So I don't know. Yeah. It's something to think about with uh, these next couple games. So I would say that the For Bills sure. and Cowboys are probably the only ones that they would fire somebody. Would the Eagles fire Sirianni if they lose Monday night with the way that I they've doubt. gagged all over themselves down the stretch? I doubt it. They're going to point all the blame on the the coordinators, which I know falls on him technically, but they're going to say, hey, we lost our, our offensive and defensive coordinator and we took a step back. Not our fault. That's kind of probably how they're going to route that. What about this is kind of crazy sounding, but Belichick in Atlanta. I mean, they have a good defense. They have Running promising um, offensive skill position players just need a quarterback. I mean, I could see him doing all right there. Well, and it's and- a division. I bingo. I was just about to say, if I'm him, I'm like, dude, I, all I got to do is be Todd Bowles and Baker, <laughs> right. Derek Carr, Dennis Allen, and I win the division. He's probably yeah. looking at the AFC East. He's like, fuck this. <laughs> like, I, I'm not going against the Bills and Dolphins anymore. Yeah, dude, he should definitely. Atlanta, Atlanta's an attractive job, actually, the more yeah. you, you lay it out. They just, they got to get the right guy that, that can, that can uh, put the pieces together and they got to get the quarterback. Yeah. I, I mean, Imagine, lay out something. Imagine if Belichick goes to like Atlanta and brings Kirk Cousins. Then all of a sudden, it's like, look at this team. I got this rushing attack. I got a veteran quarterback. I got a decent defense. Got weapons. For something sure. Think about. Yeah. We'll be here all season, all off season. But Belichick, you can't go out. I can't wait to bet on you next year. You let me down <laughs> this year, but you know what? You can't. You've been coming through for a long, long time for me. So, shout out to Bill Belichick. New England, go fuck yourself. That was fucking awful. Uh, All right, let's transition over into the late slate. Oh, man. I'm sorry, my friend. I know this one hurt. Green Bay gets it done. Green Bay grinds out of postseason. Honestly, them in Pittsburgh, you got to tip your cap, man. Winning organization, winning culture. Youngest team ever to go to the playoffs. Jordan Love all of a sudden looking like the guy. This team, this was a roller coaster of the year because I feel like three different times we're like, oh, Jordan Love sucks. He's not the guy. Then it was like, oh, no, he's the guy. You see him beat Pat Mahomes. Then he sucked again. And then he was awesome these last couple weeks. But I think it was the Packers defense, too, that really, really stepped up here against the Bears. Uh, your, your takeaways on somehow, some way, this Packers organization getting back to the playoffs after they traded Aaron Rodgers and may have found another. 20-year quarterback run. <laughs> you can tell it's I'm unbelievable. Very, yeah, you can tell I'm a passionate fan because I was sitting there Sunday afternoon watching this game feeling sick to my stomach over oh. the fact that they were, were beating us once again. Um, I mean, and you can't make excuses. We lost two offensive linemen. That's tough to overcome against a or with an offensive line that's not that great to begin with. And then you lose two starters. That's tough. But our defense, that's what disappointed me the most. This defense has been playing their ass off, and they just let Jordan Love cut them up. Aaron Jones cut them up. Like, they weren't tackling well. They weren't defending well. It was a pathetic effort. Hated watching it. Um, The only thing I can say, we got the number one and number nine pick in the draft. Oh, yeah. The future's bright. Uh, We're on the clock. It'll be historic if we trade twice in a row. But um, I can't wait to see the Packers lose to the Cowboys, though. (laughs) <laughs> bounce them out in the first round. 
get I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you. I kind of think Pittsburgh and Green Bay are going to take it on the chin. It's like it's and honestly, the fan base is if they both do get drilled, it's a successful year just to make the yeah. playoffs. I mean, ne- yeah. neither of them had any business getting there. The job, the coaching job by Lafleur was awesome this year. I thought he did a shit job last year with Rodgers yeah. last year. I thought he did a great job this year. So Packers seven seed Bears. We're going to talk about so much this offseason. Me and you, we, we don't have to touch on our teams as much in this episode because, like I said, we're going to headline the <laughs> offseason with the draft. Uh, hopefully next year when we get to this point, we're not talking about our fucking teams in the draft. But, hey, right. it's it's reality. Um, all right, let's move along. Next up, we don't need to talk much about this. Denver, sorry, Vegas beats Denver 27-14. Those guys played hard for Antonio Pierce down the stretch. They finished 8-9, Broncos 8-9. Any final, any quick thoughts before we move on to the next game? If they don't hire him, it's a fail on the organization for the second time in a row that an interim coach has changed the way the team is playing and then not hired him. I don't think they're going to hire him. I'm with you. I think they yeah. should. I, yeah. I I think they just made that fucking mistake, and that's why they're in this scenario. But who knows, man? Um, we'll see what they do with O'Connell. Denver, a lot of question marks with this organization. We'll talk about them in the offseason. All right, let's talk about this fucking Philadelphia Eagles team. So when I said they were frauds a couple weeks ago, I didn't think they were this big a fraud. This <laughs> is a fucking joke. They yeah. and they didn't come out here just saying let's go through the motions um, and get out of here healthy. Well, they didn't get out of there healthy. Browns hurt. Devontae Smith's hurt. Sorry, AJ Browns hurt. Devontae Smith's hurt. Jalen Hurts is hurt. He got his finger got dislocated. But that didn't matter. They got fucking whacked right from the get-go. The Giants, you could tell, had this circled. They wanted to end this losing streak to uh, these Eagles. Great win, Giants and Brian Dable. Yeah, I agree. And I don't for one second believe the bullshit of, well, they've decided to pull Jalen Hurts to rest him for next week. No, they were getting their ass kicked. And they decided they that. <laughs> yeah, they decided this looks really bad. Let's get him off the field now. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was a, a pathetic effort. I mean, the Eagles went from ten and one to eleven and six. They've dropped. They've gone one and five in the last six games, and they're they're going to lose in the playoffs. This is not a team that scares you. I don't think. I mean, it shouldn't be anyways. The defense is terrible. The offense is predictable. We've been saying that for weeks on the show, and, and I just don't see them. I mean, they can't beat San Francisco. I don't think they can beat Dallas. I don't even know if they can beat the Bucks at this point. You stole it right from me. I said I was just about to say they may be able to beat Tampa just because Tampa sucks too. Yeah, but this the ceiling is uh, the ceiling is is the divisional round. It's that's that's it. This is it's not a good team. Not not a good team. Clearly, there's not a connection in the locker room. Sirianni's lost a team. Those guys have quit. I mean, you got beat by the Giants, who you always annihilate. And like you said. This wasn't even close. And they should have lost both to the Giants. They should have lost yeah. on Christmas Day. They were lucky to get out of that one alive. But, uh, yeah, Philly's, Philly's in big-time trouble. A lot of questions with the Giants in this offseason. Danny Dimes, what happens with Dan Jones? We'll see. Uh, Eagles play Monday night against the Bucks, like we said. Seattle finishes another 9-8 and eight season. They had to rally in this one. Geno Smith, two-point conversion. You know Pete Carroll is going to find a way still to get a winning season. These guys, you know, these veteran coaches, Tomlin, Carroll, they always find a way to just grind this shit out. Wasn't pretty. Disappointing for uh, Seattle. Uh, 
had the playoffs right in front of them. All they got to do is beat Pittsburgh at home. And what, what were they, 6-2, and two, J-Mark? This team kind of collapsed out in the second half. I, I Is this the end of Geno in Seattle, or did they run it back, do you think? Uh, that's a tough question because he kind of did the same thing last year. He started off really good and then got yeah. very mediocre. So um, it's a really good question. I mean, it's hard to find a quarterback that you know what you get with him, right? You know what you're getting with Geno. Pete Carroll loves the guy, but I don't know, maybe – Maybe they liked how Drew Locke played in the, his start because he played gutsy too, and he's a young guy that you can build around or at least bridge quarterback around. Um, but shout out to the Seahawks. They they were down when the Packers' uh, score was shown that the Packers had won. They knew they weren't getting in the playoffs and yeah. finished the game still to continue to put the effort in. I mean, that that's a that's good culture in my opinion. Great point. I, I think, like you said, a lot of these guys, like in these winning organizations that have good cultures and good coaches, they want a winning season. That does mean something to them. And it's yeah. two winning back to back winning seasons after you trade uh, Russell Wilson. So yeah. just like the Packers just had a winning season without Aaron Rodgers. So winning pro or winning franchises, five ways. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Cardinals, four and 13. You guys did a great job uh, winning that game last week to get the Skins' second pick. Good job beating the Eagles. That's my uh, last thoughts on the Cardinals. <laughs> I'm glad we don't have to talk about Kyler Murray and that team again. Uh, Chiefs beat the Chargers 13-12. Ugly game, ugly, ugly game. Chiefs find a way. This game is awful. I'm not going to lie. Chiefs, three seed. They're going to be on Peacock. All you Swifties out there got to got to purchase to, to watch your uh, Travis Kelsey led Chiefs, Chargers, finish off a disappointing year. We'll see what happens with the coach. Obviously, very inattractive job because you got, what, Justin Herbert? You got talent on defense. I mean, the, piece, the pieces are there. It, we'll yeah. see what happens. It could, Harbaugh could go there, Belichick. We'll see what happens. Uh, if you had to pick right now, who gets that job or who takes that job? I think it's Harbaugh's for the taking. If he, if he is uh, legit interested, I think they have to hire him. I mean – um, he's, I know Belichick's a legendary coach, but I think Harbaugh is just a younger guy that can bring in another, a different kind of fire, I guess. Yeah. I kind of, I want Harbaugh in DC, but I don't know if he wants our job. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, chief probably going to lean to the chiefs here this weekend against Miami. It's going to be 10 degrees. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's Miami. That's going to be a soft. gross one. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk about Miami here in a minute. Uh, we could skip this next one. This next one was absolutely <laughs> filthy. Uh, Dallas undresses Washington for the second time. Feels like they annihilate us every time. I'll tell you what, man. Ron had those guys ready to go. I thought for a second they were going to fuck it up when they blocked the field goal. They were running flea flickers. I go, God damn it. You guys, where the hell have these trick plays been all, all fucking year? Don't screw up the draft pick by beating Dallas in, in a meaningless game. But Dallas on a Totally different level. By far the second best team in the NFC. They should be able to get to the NFC title game, but this is the Dallas Cowgirls we're talking about. They always will find a way to choke. Is this the year that they uh, finally get past the second weekend? Nah, I still don't. Uh, I still can't bring myself to believe in them. I don't think Dak is a Super Bowl quarterback. I don't think he, they can win it. Um, I, yeah, I just I think it's going to be the same old story. I don't disagree. Maybe the Rams. Maybe maybe it's the Rams that get back and, and take on the Niners. So 
We'll be there to preview it. Dallas plays Green Bay. Jay Mark all of a sudden is a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. Just all, all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. And I'm a big Green Bay Packer fan. Go Pack Go. <laughs> Even though I think they might be in trouble from a matchup standpoint. Uh, yeah, 38 to 10. Next up, we got who we got. Oh, speaking of those Rams, this was just like uh, what Seattle and Arizona, the NFC West, both games end 21 20, both games end with the two point conversion. Shout out to Carson Wentz, who actually looked all right. Maybe he gets his uh career resurrected like Baker Mayfield now, see what happens if he lands somewhere next year. Um, but that two point conversion gave us what we all wanted, and that Stafford golf in Detroit set or Sunday night. This is going to be fun. Are the uh, Wentz to Washington rumors? No, no, no. We yet? already did that shit. Go somewhere <laughs> else. Go somewhere else. No, no. Go to Indy again. <laughs> there you go. Uh, he, you know, I, I'm trying to think of like some locations. Uh, we talked about Atlanta, but I, yeah. I think Atlanta wants to swing for a better quarterback. But that could be a location where Wentz goes Atlanta. Uh, I mean, yeah. Some of these organizations, they just keep rotating these quarterbacks. Oh, he didn't work here. Throw him there, see if it works. And yeah. it usually doesn't work. But yeah, we'll see. He'll likely, I, I could see him going somewhere that drafts a rookie quarterback because I think he is a good backup and veteran locker presence to have in there and kind of guide the rookie. Um, yeah. So maybe that, and maybe that is Atlanta. Maybe that is Washington. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean, oh, shout out to the Rams. <laughs> Totally Shout out messy. to the Rams with Wentz and a lot of backups in. I mean, as soon as Puka got the, the rookie record, they pulled him out. Um, shout out to them for battling. I know they were playing against backups as well, but these uh, these wins matter when you get into the playoffs. The fact that you can look back and say, hey, we beat them when we were playing our backups. We for sure can get them with our starters. You know, those kind of mental games do come into play a little bit here, I think. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Niners one seed. They got the week off. They will play the winner of well, the just like the Ravens, the low seed. They may play the Rams again in, in that first yeah. uh, divisional matchup. So we'll be here to preview it all. Uh, final game in Week 18, and this one did not disappoint. The Bills won a home game in Miami. Holy Bills Mafia! This place was—I'd never seen so many goddamn Bills fans in my life. Uh. Boy, this felt like the Bills choke job for about 49, 50 minutes. I'm like, dude, you got you guys got you cannot blow this opportunity with all your fans down there. Josh Allen's throwing picks left and right. He's fumbling in the red zone. They had like 400 yards of offense and seven points midway through the fourth quarter. And then boom, punt return, 95 yards. It's such a Buffalo Bills game where the punt returner fields the punt inside his own five and then houses it. Uh yeah, Josh Josh Allen's a badass. I know he had some dumbass mistakes, but boy, was he he tough as shit down the stretch with those with those first down runs. Yeah, for sure, he is um, probably one of the toughest quarterbacks that's starting right now. For sure, he's just gritty, and uh, you gotta love seeing it, especially Bills fans. I know, I know, Adam Pelletier is pumped up um, after getting destroyed by taking the Patriots. I. Uh, Put all my little better edge money. I know we don't talk about better edge. They're not a sponsor, but they're a friend of old fashioned football's podcast. Put all, all of it on the bills. And they had me nervous for quite a while. <laughs> so, same, same. So glad they pulled it out. Um, this is just, it's one of those culture wins, right? I mean, you go down, you know, you can beat a team and you get the job done, even though it's probably closer than you would have liked it. So a good culture win. They're going into the playoffs with a head of steam. 
and you've been saying it for a while now, Bills Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Who's going to stop them? The Ravens are the only team I see stopping them. It, it, as long as Buffalo just gets out of their own way. It, but, like, right. for example, they needed DeAndre Hardy last night to bail them out. That offense, they they moved the ball at will, but they just kept turning the ball over in the red zone. And it's, it's, it's what you love about Josh Allen, but it's also what you hate about Josh Allen. But he's my favorite <laughs> player. I, I, I'll take that guy every single day of the week with his competitive yeah. grit. Um, Miami frauds man like <laughs> they they don't beat anybody good it's i guess dallas is who they beat but i know they were banged One, up but this team it's the same shit every year i i'm quoting what i think i remember seeing last night um so don't quote me on the numbers but it's something like one in five against teams over 500 and a minus 91 point differential yeah that's pathetic I've, how can you buy into this team? It, it's, you can't. I, I mean, you, 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 there is something said. You have to give them credit for beating the teams that they're supposed to. They do a good job of that. They do a great job of that. That's why they're in the situation that they're in. But they gave this division away. They had yeah. this division. I mean, the Bills yeah. puked all over themselves for 10 weeks, 11 weeks, and all Miami had to do was take care of business against the Titans on Monday Night Football, and they win the division. But – they don't. That was the one time they don't, and then they just get completely annihilated by Baltimore and then get swept by Buffalo. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, I love this Bills team. That bye week came at the perfect time, and like you said, they had to win all five to get in. They did it. They're the two seed. Um, Miami will go to Kansas City where their season probably will likely end because they don't beat winning teams and they don't win in the cold. So yeah. it's kind of hard to see Kansas City pulling that out. So. Shout out to the Bills. Uh, all right, Jay Mark, what everybody's been waiting for. Let's talk some futures. We got conference. We got champion via proud sponsor DraftKings. Uh, I'll read it off real quick. Super Bowl, or we'll start in the end. We'll start in the, sorry, the NFC. The Packers longest shot, 40 to 1. Tampa Bay, 28 to 1. LA, 20 to 1. Uh, Detroit eight to one Phillies uh, plus seven fifty. So they actually are the third shortest still uh, Dallas plus three twenty, and San Francisco is a heavy, heavy favorite at minus one twenty five. Anything you want to get down on here? Looking at this uh, NFC. Uh, I mean, San Fran's very chalky. Yeah. And, and chalky for a reason. I mean, it's theirs to lose when you look at these yeah. other teams. Um, if you don't want to lay the chalk, my favorite bet out of those teams is the Rams, 20 to 1. Yeah. I mean, Stafford's been there before. They're uh they're a very talented team, they're a very well coached team, and uh, they got talent on both sides of the ball. It's hard to fade guys like Aaron Donald and Matt Stafford who have been in this position before. They've battled through the playoffs, they've won. So, um yeah, that's that's probably my favorite of the bets aside from taking the Niners because I think the Niners probably get in the Super Bowl. I, I agree. It's I would be shocked if the Niners didn't get there. I, Dallas and, and Detroit, you can make the case for, but they've never done it. Like you said, at plus three twenty, plus eight hundred. But I'm with you. I like the twenty to one the best with the Rams just because they've been there, done that. Uh, the Bucks and Packers. They, they just don't have the firepower. So we're in agreement. Niners, if you want a long shot, L.A. 20 to 1. AFC, Ravens plus 125. Buffalo plus 260. Kansas City, 5 to 1 to win the A. That's the lowest they've been. 
Miami nine to one, Cleveland fourteen to one, Houston fifteen to one, Pittsburgh forty five to one. Do you like the Ravens plus one twenty five? Yeah, Ravens or Bills. I I don't see Steelers obviously winning. the The Texans are a young team, like we talked about. It's a win that they got in the playoffs, right? Um, Browns. Great season, but I don't see them battling through the playoffs and making the Super Bowl. Dolphins going to lose in the first round. Chiefs just aren't the same team, so it leaves the Ravens and Bills. I mean, I don't know how you go with any other team besides them. Yeah, Steelers, I mean, those bottom three, I'm not even in the line, or Dolphins, I'm not even thinking about. I, I, I like the Bills plus 260. I, If I'm going to go another one, I'll go with the Chiefs just because of the pedigree. Yeah. It's Andy Reid and the best quarterback in the game with Mahomes, but definitely plus two sixty with the Bills would be my main one, and then mm-hmm. I guess it would be a hedge with with Kansas City, just in case if they were able to upset Buffalo. I don't think the Ravens are going to get it done. I know everybody loves the Ravens. I, I think I think the Ravens are going to choke this away, but they are fucking good. Well, tomorrow in the chat is not liking the sound of that. Plus thirty five hundred this off season for uh, that's good Ravens value, baby. Future. I hope you hit it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I took some Ravens futures. What was that? Four or five weeks ago. I know we got a rating saying you're a Ravens hater. Don't take the Ravens. I think somebody was afraid <laughs> I would would jinx them, but uh, got got a nice cash out value right now that I could take because the those odds have gotten uh, lower. I guess because they're likely to get there. I don't know. I. This is going to come down to the Ravens and Bills for me, and that Ravens team is really good. I talked to Adam this morning, though, the uh, the Don of Bills Mafia, and he brought up the, the fact that if Bills and Ravens square off in that AFC championship and the Ravens go down by 10, can Lamar battle back from being down by 10? They don't necessarily have an offense that's good at battling back. Yeah, no, I that that is that is the main thing with them is is their ability to – they're really good with the lead. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I like that. Uh, Super Bowl odds, Sam Fran, 20, or sorry, plus 220, Ravens plus 310, Bills plus 650, Dallas plus 750, get the fuck out of here, uh, Kansas <laughs> City 10 to 1, Philly 16 to 1, uh, Miami 16 to 1, Detroit 18 to 1, Cleveland 35 to 1, Houston 40 to 1, LA 45 to 1, if you want to get in on that one, uh, Tampa 60 to 1, Green Bay ninety to one and Pittsburgh ten, uh, one hundred to one. What do you think here, man? You who are you getting down on? I mean, my top Niners. matchups that I've already bet on are Niners versus Ravens and Niners versus Bills. So, some sort of combination of those. I want to say I love the the Rams at forty five to one, but I don't think they can beat the Ravens or the Bills. I think they could definitely make the Super Bowl. That's possible, but I don't think they win it. So. And I think an AFC team wins it. It's unfortunate for the Niners because they need to win it this year. I feel like um, this is this is kind of a win now mode for them. But I don't I don't know if they get it either. So I'm I'm putting my money on Ravens or Bills. Ravens or Bills. Uh, do you want an exact scenario? I got an exact scenario here. So absolutely. If you if you want Ravens over Bill, sorry. Um, if you want Ravens over Niners, that's seven to one. It's also seven to one with the Niners over the Ravens. So. Basically, you're betting on seven to one. Wait a minute. Name the finalists. So I gotta get out of calculator. You're right. Uh, <laughs> if you take both <laughs> seven to ones, is that 
better odds than just taking the plus 310 with the exacta Ravens yeah. versus Niners? Because you're netting three and a half to one, right? Yeah. All right. Um, Got to check those know. books sometimes. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. They yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's that, that is. So take, take both the seven to ones. Um, Niners over Bills 11 to one. Bills over Niners 13 to one. So maybe you could get on some uh, on that AFC with the seven to one and the 13 to one. Yeah. I like it. Where's Kansas I'm not betting City? any other team in there. I'm not yeah. wasting my money. <laughs> I mean, I know Cinderella runs do happen in the NFL playoffs, but for the majority, it usually is pretty chalky. Yeah. It, there's a reason you're a one or two seed by this point. We've played 17 games now, um, and usually the one or two seeds are the healthiest. So I know we had Burrow a couple years ago going the magical run, but it really – Odds are Flacco's went on a run before, so watch out for Flacco. Maybe <laughs> Stafford's gone on a run, so yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you've got some quarterbacks that have actually done the Cinderella out of the four spot, but for the majority, it usually is a one or two seed. The one seeds have a heavy, heavy advantage. They they don't have to play an extra game. It, it kind of sucks if you're a two seed now. You got to play the extra game. You don't get the rest. I like that they always put the Monday night as a four or five because they should take care of the two and three seeds because yeah. these four seeds suck. Like yeah. like the Bucks, the, the Bucks are terrible. They should play on Monday night. It should be a short <laughs> week for them in Philly. So that's my rant uh, for today. Um, all right. I'm with you. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take the bills over the Niners 13 to one. That's going to be my exacta. So let's go bills mafia. One more time, baby. Um, all right, J Mark, before we get up on out of here, Got anything to plug? It's Monday night, old-fashioned football. Got some playoff stuff ready to go. Nothing tonight, but Wednesday we're doing a crossover with the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Going to talk fantasy football and some NASCAR. They're going to learn us a thing or two on that. And, um, gosh, we got a lot of distiller interviews coming up. So if that interests you, we've got three scheduled for sure and then four or five, you know, that we're talking to. So keep checking back. We're going to be here all offseason with whiskey and fantasy football. You heard the man, whiskey and football. What else could you ask for? I'm at Moneyline underscore Mac. Go check us out on the college experience there every single night. That's all I got, brother. I uh, say we get up on out of here, and we'll be back Wednesday to preview the playoffs in the National Football League. Yes, Let's sir. Let's go. Let's go, Bills. Let it ride.